do you really desire that thing? Or are you socially conditioned to believe that that thing will bring you happiness? Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed mental health clinician, online anxiety coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Let's change the way you think about some things. Are you ready? Let's do this. Life is like this huge rat race. And I think what people don't realize is no matter what happens between your A and Z, what you do with that, we all have a starting point, which is our A, and we all have the same ending point, which is our Z. And I'm someone who's passionate about making the letters in between those count. I'm very passionate about building a legacy, creating a lifestyle and and building this world around me, this community, safe space, healing. I have a lot of passion for what I do and that becomes those letters between A and Z, my purpose on this world. But what I'm seeing a lot of right now is we're getting caught up in the rat race of getting from one letter to the next. And I don't think it's our true desires. I think we're socially conditioned to believe that certain things are going to make us happy. So let's just break this down. Let's say our starting point for all of us is birth, and that's letter A. And obviously Z is our death. Okay, and some of us have more time than others to make those letters in the middle count and some of us don't right we have no idea our z could come tomorrow and i don't say that to be morbid but this is a little bit of a reality check a little gut check if you will some tough love to start out our day As I think about those letters, so if, you know, A through, let's say, D or E is our childhood, we weren't really in control during that time. Those letters and our experiences were kind of defined for us because as you're growing up, you just, you're like a sponge. You're consuming everything around you. Your beliefs usually match that of the people you're around, the people raising you the things you're learning. And so from A to about letter D or E, we don't have much say in what happens in those experiences. Let's say letter F starts our like post high school. Let's say letter F is 18 years old. At that point, we still don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're trying to figure out who we are and adolescence is really rough. Our brain is still developing. We're probably making some poor choices And from maybe, you know, F to G or, you know, H, somewhere in there, we're having these life experiences that will likely shape a lot of who we're going to become. And then 
after that, after we're kind of stable and secure, we get to this point in life where if you're like me, you probably have a passion, something that you kind of live for, something that's really important to you. And you want to start making your letters count. You want to make them mean something. But what happens is we need to do a gut check and figure out if those things that you believe you're passionate about or those things that you believe you desire are truly your desires or if society has conditioned you to believe that those things will bring you happiness. So Derek and I are coming up on four years of owning our home. We were the first people in our friend group to buy a home and we're really proud of that. We were 24 years old. We had just spent a year living together in an apartment, both working on our careers for a full year. Post, you know, he had finished college, I had finished grad school, and that felt like the next step, right? We need to start building our life. And so we bought our home, and we're coming up on four years of this beautiful home we've built together. And I often think about why we bought this house. I hated living in our apartment. The hallways smelled like weed. We had to climb four flights of stairs. There was no elevator. Uh, Three flights of stairs, excuse me. Um, Which sounds so silly, but when you're (laughs) lugging in groceries or you're hauling up a new piece of furniture, it was just inconvenient. I could never feel at home there. You know, we we had our cats and, and I just couldn't settle in. It just always felt like a temporary landing spot for us because I always dreamed of having our own home being homeowners and I look back and I wonder was that my dream or did that feel like the next checkpoint on you know we'd been together for five years at that point and and we knew we were going to build this life together it felt like the next thing to do was buy a home. We weren't engaged and we weren't planning a wedding. And so I thought, let's start investing in something together. And so we bought our first home and we've been living here ever since. Was that a checkpoint or did I really want that? And I want you to start asking these questions because we rush from LMNO And we're trying to get to P because once we get to P, then we feel like we'll finally be happy. We'll be satisfied. We'll feel fulfilled. But did you make LMNO count? Were were you trying to make those letters meaningful? Or did you just race through them as quickly as you could to get to that next destination? And so I'm really thinking about this, especially with our new baby coming on the way in October. And I feel like I can't nest in our house right now because this was our starter home. You know, this is a beautiful town home that we've remodeled and and made our own, but it was never our plan to stay here long term. This was kind of our three to five year plan. And now I'm wondering, do I want to buy a new house and kind of settle down in our forever home because that will truly bring me joy and happiness and fulfillment? Or am I socially conditioned by society 
to do that, to say, hey, this is your next step. You got a baby on the way. You got to settle in. You have to have the new house and the new baby and, you know, maybe you'll get a puppy and a new car, you know, like is society telling me that or do I really want that? And this isn't a question that we should be able to just answer on the spot. I don't expect, you know, if you're reflecting on a desire that you think you have and now you're wondering if maybe that new car isn't really what you want. You know, I'm about to pay off my car, I think next month. And it's not my dream car by any means, um, but it's the first thing that I bought by myself. And I'm really proud of that. And I think with paying it off came, and you know, now a baby on the way came this plan to keep that car as a runner car and then get my dream car. And now I've totally rethought that. I can have a while without a car payment because I don't fucking go anywhere anyway. And when we do, we take Derek's truck. So why would I rush into getting the quote unquote mom mobile when I don't really need it? I think that's an expectation and a pressure I feel from society. So as you're thinking about this, whatever it might be for your life, maybe ask yourself, where are you at in your alphabet, your, your you know, lifeline? What are you feeling pressured by society to do? It might be something trivial, um, like losing weight. It might be something like getting a different job, finding a different career, uh, going back to school, buying that new car, buying a home. Maybe you still rent and you feel pressured to buy a house even though you don't feel ready because you have this like stigma from society about renting. I don't know. But I want you to start questioning your, your life choices because I chased the weight loss thing and in and, and hopes that that would make me happy and fulfilled for a long time. And now I know better in that area of my life that when I see those things on social media, the before and after pictures and the diet culture and the weight loss promotion and things like that, I can now recognize that that's a societal expectation and that's not something of interest to me. But I haven't yet been able to apply it to all areas of my life as far as what my relationships are supposed to look like, as far as the house I'm supposed to live in and the cars I'm supposed to drive and the bank account I'm supposed to have, right? Like, I don't, I don't I've got a baby on the way and, and I have a savings account, um, but there's probably, you know, not very much money in it right now. And I, I know that's super uh, subjective, right? That's very relative to people. What What's in my bank account might be very different than what's in yours. And that's not the point, but society says, Hey, you have a baby on the way. Have you figured out retirement? Have you figured out your benefits? Like, no, I'm self-employed. My insurance is shit. I don't, I don't have all the stuff figured out. And is it okay for me to be okay with that? Even though society says I should be concerned about it. And the answer is yes. I can be okay with that. Because this life is mine. And I don't need to keep chasing things that I don't actually desire to appease society. Because society isn't paying my bills. 
society isn't walking in my shoes and living my life. Only I am. So I'm, I'm doing this gut check and I thought it might be beneficial to share that with all of you because we get sucked in and society does a really good job of selling us on certain ideas, right? We don't have to buy into all of those ideas. We can make big decisions for ourselves, things that feel good for us. We can pave a new path. We don't have to follow society's expectation of what our A to Z should look like. I was going to say I hope this resonates with you, but I don't need to say that because I know it does. I know that societal pressure that is such a heavy burden on us. And I just want you to know that whatever you may think about my life from the outside looking in, it gets to me too. We're all on this journey together and although our A to Z's look so different, that's the beauty of life. I'm feeling a little raw and exposed today and I love that feeling, that vulnerability, that's my superpower. But it would mean the world to me if we could continue this conversation in the DMs on Instagram or in the Facebook Anxious Therapist podcast group. I'd love to hear from you. So if you resonated with this episode, which I I know you did, if you could take 10 seconds to snap a screenshot right now and upload it to your stories. And don't forget to tag me at The Anxious Therapist or share your thoughts in the Facebook group, The Anxious Therapist Podcast. And let's continue this conversation. What societal expectations are you struggling with right now? And how are you writing your own narrative? I love you guys so much. I'm so grateful for the safe space to have these difficult conversations and really think about life together. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.